my co-host Kevin. We're not gonna call him little. Am I now little brother? Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Adams with uh, Predictive Online Marketing, um, and we have uh, Dr. Karen to talk about uh, content marketing. Hey everyone, I am Dr. Karen, the last person on the team here. And I'm really excited to talk with y'all about content marketing. It's something that uh, I discovered through kind of a circuitous route to get here. Um, but it's something I'm very passionate about. You know, online marketing, you got to have content. Otherwise, nobody's going to know you're there. You want to tell us a little bit about your background? I'm excited that you're a doctor. <laughs> okay. So um, <laughs> here's the securitist root part. <laughs> I, I have a doctorate in chemical engineering, and I used to work in the semiconductor field. Um, and I was one of the first people to help develop process control for the company I worked for. And we helped to make sure that the chips that we were making at the time were produced more effectively, right, so that they met all the specs that we had for them. And, you know, that was back in the day when people still went into the fabs for, uh, for the clean rooms. And today, most of it is automated. Um, and when I decided to leave that world, I became a life coach, <laughs> kind of a 180 from where yeah. I was. Um, so I took my training for life, being a life coach. I put my shingle out. I looked at all my clients in the first year and almost everybody was dealing with divorce in some form or fashion. So I said, okay, I'm going to be a divorce coach. And this was before I'd ever heard of divorce coaches before. Right. So I was one of the first ones out there. And I said, okay, how do you market? Cause I'm an engineer. I don't know how to do this people thing. <laughs> so I went out and I took all kinds of classes. The common wisdom at the time was, you got to network. So I went out and I joined networking groups. And do you think anybody wanted to talk to a divorce coach? Not so much. No. Yeah, not so much. The other piece of common wisdom at the time was, you got to give speeches. Do you think anybody wanted to go to a speech about divorce? Yeah, not so much. Mm -hmm. So none of that was working for me. I was like, crap. <laughs> I got to figure out how to make this work. So I said, okay, I can kind of write, let me write. So I started blogging and I still wasn't getting traction. And one day I got this really weird phone call and it was from this company called Your Tango. Gosh, I don't remember how many years ago. And they said, we've read your blog. I was like, really? Somebody read my blog that I didn't make reading? <laughs> <laughs> and, and she said, because she's a great salesperson, right? She says, yeah. And we think we'd like you to write for us. It's like, huh. Okay. And by this time, I was so jaded because so many people had told me in marketing, just do this. It'll be successful. Just No, just do this, right? And, you know, you don't do that kind of stuff when you got such a touchy topic you're working yeah. with. So I was like, hmm, I'm not sure if I believe you. So it took me a while. Right. But then I finally agreed to write with them. Now they wanted a small investment. It was $350 for the entire year at that time. And I thought, you're a startup. I'm acting like I'm a startup. Okay. Let's see how, where this goes. It was one of the best decisions I ever made. I got in at such a 
early level with that group that all the writers there gave me personalized attention on how I could fix my writing. So it was more meaningful, right? So people would actually read it, okay? So then I was doing that and I was putting all of my effort into their website and none of the effort into mine. Because there I knew people were going to read it on mine. Yeah. You know, I wasn't getting any traffic, so I didn't figure they were going to read it. So I said, okay, there's got to be something else. And so I talked to one of the people over there, and she said, I think you need SEL. And I'm like, I've heard of it. I don't really know what it is. So she worked with me and taught me how to optimize my website and optimize my content. And you know what? In 18 months, I went from basically no visitors to a thousand visitors a day to that website just because wow. I optimized it and, you know, done the content. Yeah. So at this point, right, everything's looking great. And I'm like, holy crap, this is all you got to do to get traffic to your website. This is all you got to do to get the leads coming in. This is all you got to do. And at that point, I said, huh. Sounds like I want to do some content marketing for other folks, too. <laughs> so that's when I started my second brand, which is KT KJ. Ooh, I can't even speak. KJ Content Marketing. And that's where I help other folks drive traffic to their website through content. So how do you bridge the gap from, I mean, divorce and then I guess... Okay, yeah, that's what this. I was going to ask. Yeah. You, they're, they're you went from, brands, right? you went from a crazy, nerdy person to an outspoken, I, I don't mean that offensively, because no, I know I work with a lot of engineers too, but you went from an engineer, mm -hmm. which is like an introvert extraordinaire, yeah. to a life coach, which is an extrovert type of job role. Yeah. That's well, just, that. I mean, sitting here talking to you, you don't really seem like an introvert. So, And I will tell you that I still am an introvert. After a day of work, when I'm interacting with folks a lot, I need quiet and alone. Right? Yeah. So I can do all the extroverted stuff. I just know what I need to do for me afterwards. It There's a piece of me that really is fulfilled by interacting with folks right especially when i see them like get a concept right or i can hear in their voice when i do my divorce coaching that oh that made sense and it helped alleviate some of the stress and pain that they're experiencing right it lights me up i love helping folks and i can do that for so long but then i have to take a break yeah that makes so, sense. You jumped from uh, an area which clearly was um, probably, I, I'm, I'm taking guesses, um, that is encouraging the divorces because of the, the, the working kind of environment. Uh, not, uh, not that, oh, that, not that the, the business is, yeah. but the industry itself, into another one that kind of has a lot of the same, like mental health kind of like conflicts. Um, it, was that was that intentional knowing that or was that just like no, a byproduct kind of how the flow happened you know my um 
my divorce coaching practice is really not about encouraging people to get divorced. It's about encouraging people to be real about their situation. And my typical advice is, you know, let's see what we can do to make sure that this is a decision you want to make instead of just making, you know, that kind of decision. And I, I got divorced, right? So I was divorced in 2002. And that was part of my journey of kind, kind of trying to unravel what I was doing with my life. And that's why I wound up eventually quitting being an engineer because it wasn't necessarily what was most fulfilling to me. I, I don't mean this to brag, but I was really good at what I did, um, but it just wasn't fulfilling. I felt stressed all the time. So it just wasn't a good fit. And, you know, I did do a real hard 180 and I was completely lost for a while in all honesty, because it was so different and I didn't know how to market, you know, and I was scrambling trying to figure it out. You know, when you go from a nice, really nice paycheck at a big corporation to nothing, right? Because that's yeah. what it is when you first start out. Um, it was tough. And so I had to work on my ego and what my expectations were of myself and everything else. And I think that's why it was so amazing for me when I finally understood what it took for me to make it, that if there was anybody else out there who was struggling the way I did, who just really wanted to help people do something more, whatever that something more was, um, that I wanted to do it. So it's just, I'm very passionate about it. You can't talk. Uh, man, that's, that's awesome. So first, I, I want to clarify. I was, uh, it's, I was suggesting not that you were trying to get people divorced, <laughs> uh, but that the industry, like um, you know, being in engineering, you said that uh, people were getting divorced at that, and those stresses and and pressure cookers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I misunderstood you, Kevin. Yeah. No, and and it, and we're all just like half the time we seem like we have it together, and then then there's moments where we're scrambling trying to figure it out, and that's you know it's kind of that weird pressure cooker too, um, yeah. two ways. So yeah. that uh, out yeah. of out of the uh, frying pan into the fryer is that. Uh, <laughs> um, so how do you how do you guide a person like you know okay I'm I'm having the. Um, um, I guess you're you're not doing the divorce part as much. You're doing now more the the life coach and trying to get them to um, like starting a business. Um, um, no, actually, I do more content marketing. Okay. I created such a vehicle with my divorce coaching, and I get so many notes from folks saying how valuable just the content over there is that I still do it. Right. Yeah. But the main thrust of my efforts are in the content marketing now. It also provides me a really interesting space to try out new ideas for marketing. Right. Because it's, it's a B2C business. Right. And I don't know if you guys think this, but for me, B2C is a little bit more difficult to sell into as a service than a B2B business. Do you guys see any of that? Um, I would say dependent upon industry because mm -hmm. like I have one industry that I have a client in that 
the B2C's way, it's crazy easy. They don't even really have to try. But yeah, I have some that it's like, it hurts to try to get a consumer to buy something from them. It's everything they can do. So yeah, I get B2B. B2B in general is way more easier. I think it's uh, it's if there's built-in demand, if people are aware that hey, this is a thing, and they're already looking, um, they're coming to buy, right? That's yeah. that's an easy yeah. way. If you're trying to get the, get an idea across, this is something that, you can, that could be. Um, that's a that's a hard one. Yeah, yeah. That's why you know I think it's it's having the two brands for me makes it really lovely to have a test playground. You know. Yeah where I can just test out ideas and theory and make sure everything works before I ever have to say to a client, Hey, I think you should try this. Yeah. 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 That's nice. Yeah. It's a lot of work, but yeah, it, it gives me that kind of experience. for me. So you're, you, you're doing a lot of the content writing yourself. Do you have a team? I have a team. I have a team. I, um, Okay, this is probably going to be TMI, but I'm just going to share it. So in June, my husband brought home COVID from a business trip. Yeah. So um, he was sick for a whole week before I caught it. And when I caught it, I have two other people on my team. The One of the women caught it in California. I'm in Texas, right? So she's in California and she caught it. Same time. And at that same time, the third person on the team who does the bulk of the writing usually um, found out that her sister was um, fatally ill with cancer. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Yeah. So all three of us were out at the same time. Um, so it's kind of one of those things where, okay, extreme time as soon as i was able right i started picking up all the pieces that had kind of fallen because we were all out luckily you know you tell people this is what you're dealing with every one of my clients was completely kind and generous and understanding and you know i was out for five weeks before i was really able to work a full day wow. and so when i finally got back which was just week before last um it's just been go 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 trying to catch up so although i don't typically do the bulk of the writing over the past two weeks it feels like that's all i've been doing yeah, <laughs> yeah. trying to catch up is really hard yeah but we're yeah. doing it so yeah man I, yeah like I worry about even a week of vacation or, uh, I mean, let alone being sick, like, and just, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, you're, you're, it feels like you're going to work anyways. It's just like that amount of work is going to be done. It's just like, how much time do you have to do it? And it's going to be crunched. And is that where you're kind of feeling right now? Well, not so much because when it, this is going to sound weird too. Okay. Again, this is just me being me, but in a way, getting COVID and having to work on my health, you know, getting it all back was kind of a good thing because it made me stop thinking and just going through the motions and made me instead 
think about how we can be more efficient, how we can actually do things differently so we can catch up. Because it seemed like as soon as I got back, there were all these clients waiting to say, I'd love to work with you. I'd love to work with you, which is a wonderful thing to walk back into, right? But then you got to think through everything else and get everything scheduled out. Yeah. Right. And you can't push them too far out because then it's like, well, you know, I need my stuff. Yeah. So um, I've been doing a lot of internal reorganization. There were those kinds of thoughts that then I'm just kind of making them all happen now externally. So I've got um, one new teammate already and I'm working on getting a couple more. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, you yeah. have epiphanies. It sounds like that have, have been. I want to. I want to hear. I mean, I. I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what this world looks like of like having like feeling like everything's like in front of me. <laughs> I feel like I'm always behind and and just scrambling. Well, one of the things that I did was I actually after I was able to hold something up and not fall asleep doing it is I read some books. Um, and one of the books that I read is by Benjamin Hardy, and I believe it's called Future Self. And it talked about, you know, everybody has their goals. Everybody has their things that they want to get done. And it's always out in front of you. So the thing to start doing is think about what it will be like to be that person. Because, you know, three years from now, you're not going to be the same person you are today. If you are, that's kind of sad, right? Yeah. So think about being that person three years from now and think about that person giving you advice as to what's the next best step. So I started thinking like that, you know, in all the mess of everything else going on. I started thinking about that and I said, if I'm really going to hit my goals, am I really going to do it with single function folks on the team? No, you got to have backups. And, you know, yeah. so then I started thinking about what's it going to take to really create what I want to create. And it's not continuing to do what I've been doing, right? That gets me to a certain level and that's it. Yeah. So yeah. it was just, it was just an amazing experience to have in one way my brain offline because I had a hard time making myself understood. It's like, Everything was working up here. I had great ideas, but then I couldn't articulate them when I was, you know, really struggling with the brain fog of COVID. I couldn't think of names of things. It's like I knew what they were. I had the concept of them, but the words actually coming out was something else. But it paused me. As you can tell, I kind of get steamrolling sometimes, but it paused me enough that I could have other thoughts that were new and different and exciting and inspiring. So even though there's so much stuff that I have to catch up on, I'm still incredibly inspired and just looking forward to, and this is what I get to do today. Man, that is awesome. So at this moment, at the peak excitement, this is the best time to leave a review for COVID, right? <laughs> <laughs> If we ask tomorrow, it's gone. It's like, oh yeah, I'll get to yeah, it. It only takes six weeks of your life, you know, make it completely different. 
Yeah, you know, I think that's one of the the things that I've really been working on a lot too is, you know, what is it that's good about this? What is it that's been, you know, the blessing in all of this? What's the the silver lining? Um, because otherwise, there's a tendency to get stuck in the depression of it. There's a tendency to get stuck in the negativity of it. And you ain't going to create nothing with all that negativity, so... Yeah. Yeah. The optimism is flowing. I can feel it. Right. (laughs) Yeah. We get into this solving problems in business and after a while, everything's a problem. (laughs) And, uh, man. So I got a question. And you said you're now you're starting to work on getting multi purpose teammates. Yeah. So how are you backups? Yeah, so how are you doing that? Because I know, like me, when I content write, it's like I make a document with all my notes, and then I start writing it out mm-hmm. with, like, chapters or however I'm doing it. Yeah. So how is it, like, I'm assuming if one calls in sick, somebody else can just pick it up? type of situation or is it well what i'm what i'm trying out now right because remember i just got fully back to being me about two weeks ago so i um have a va i've had a va and she is incredible and she said karen i know somebody else who can help take over some of this stuff that we've got that we aren't getting to um i'd like you to interview her And I said, great, let me talk to her. She's lovely, right? So now I've got a second VA. So things can kind of happen. All the, you know, day-to-day kind of running things can happen. And we don't have to worry about, you know, one being sick. Now, if they're both sick, you know, then we're in the same boat, right? But we take that as it is. And then for content, what I'm doing is I talk to, a lot of folks I know who write content and they said, go to Upwork, just start interviewing people on Upwork, see what you come up with. So I did that today. Right. And I just said, okay, remember my secondary brand, the B2C brand, I got a test project. I need people to work on. So I give them the hardest thing, right? Cause if you can write something meaningful and get to the emotional punch with divorce topics, right? That I know yeah. you'll be able to write for my other B2C brands. Yeah. So testing them out today. Let's see what they come up with. Throw the hard stuff at them, not the easy stuff first. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good yeah, You can filter out a lot of people quicker that way. So. Yeah, I'm hoping. <laughs> or maybe I got three that are complete winners and I, you know, then I got three other people I can tag. Say, hey, I want you to tackle this one. Heck yeah. Cool. So how, all right, time. Um, so we're, you know, before uh, before uh, the uh, show, I mean, uh, emails were talked about finding the time. There's a lot of things, you know, how, how are you, I mean, having people doing things but mm-hmm. how do you get not, not get mired down in just adding additional things to be doing with the time? <laughs> well, one of the epiphanies that I had was going back to basics, 
right? And for me, when I looked at how I was building my divorce coaching brand, I had six hours a week that I dedicated to writing, okay? And honestly, I have done kind of a poor job of marketing KJ content marketing. So I said, got to get back to basics here. I hadn't, I hadn't written a blog in more than two years for that site, right? I had my content writer write a few pieces, but that was like 18 months ago was the last time I had anything from her. So I felt kind of like the cobbler, the cobbler and his, his children with no shoes, right? Yeah. That's how I was treating my, my poor little site. So I said, okay, you know what? It's time to block out six hours a week, just like you used to do for writing for the other site. And that's your marketing time. And in that marketing time, right, I can write. I can worry about hiring folks, you know, who can help build the brand. I can work on any kind of strategy, all kinds of really good stuff. And I started thinking about it and I shared it with a few folks that I talked with. And they said, I want to do that. Can you help me do that? And I said, hmm, okay, let's see what we can do. So I created a content creation accountability group. We meet for an hour on Tuesday mornings. And the way it works is you show up. I ask you what your goal is for the hour. So everybody puts it in the, the chat. We meet on Zoom. Say go at five minutes till the top of the hour. I call stop and we all share where we are in chat. There are a few people who prefer to verbalize it. you know. So I let them verbalize it. Everybody else can go if they don't want to. But we all sit there and celebrate all of our wins. And uh, it was something I uh, just started this month. And so this month, all the meetings are free. And if somebody would like to join in, Kevin, you'd be more than welcome. Casey, you'd be more than welcome. Um, just send me an email, karen at kjcontentmarketing.com with the subject line accountability. And I will add you in for Tuesday's session. Oh, heck yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> um, also, you know, full disclosure to the anyone watching, another discussion we were having, um, uh, Dr. Karen was asking us uh, for our promotional materials, and we were <laughs> chatting back and forth, going, I, I don't know what to send, we, we, I don't know, we didn't find any of the time for this, we didn't, do, we haven't done anything for, um, you know, the classic uh, not doing anything for ourselves, doing it for clients. Yep. So all of our time is dedicated on that. I mean, um, yeah, we need that help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad I'm not the only marketer that does that. because no, most of the time, by the time you get ready to start working on your, your own stuff, it's like, man, I just spent 50, 60 hours working this week on everybody else's. I don't, what's an, I don't want to spend another hour on mine. Yeah. 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 Well, that's, that's why I put it in kind of my prime creative time. You know, mornings are it, the morning time is really when I'm at my best. Um, I get up at five o'clock in the morning and I just, you know, I get my exercise done. I spend time with the pets and that way I'm bright eyed and ready to go. Um, I go to bed early though. <laughs> There's no long nights for me. 
you've got a you, you get your reward signal of I've completed my task. It's now a task that you it has to be done. It's not feeling guilty. I'm not doing work for other stuff. No, uh, I'm completing what I have to. Oh. Yeah, and see, and then it fits in too, you know, with hiring more team teammates. Yeah, yeah. Because then, then I can say, okay, you guys can keep rolling with this stuff, and I can work on more strategy for us. So that's when you got the coffee going, you got the most energy going. Let's throw it down. It's already blocked off, and then you've got a cutoff time. I I love exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Although I, I bypass the coffee. Oh. Can can you imagine this with caffeine in it? I mean, <laughs> 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 wow. Yeah. That would be scary. Yeah. I, I will tell you a quick story here. Um, I tried an energy drink once. I scared myself because I thought I could do everything all at once. Drive, talk on the phone, text, try to open up my laptop. And it's like, yeah, I'm never doing this again. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You just keep having to step it up if your body adjusts and then it's like, okay, that's not enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a trap. My husband, on the other hand, has to have his coffee. Cannot start the morning without his coffee. It is like. Mm. All right, I'm going to publicly out my wife. She's going like, <laughs> to. I don't think she's going to be upset about this. She's a coffee pusher. She's the person, like the person at the bar that says, "I've got a drink. Everyone else has to." That's her and coffee. And day one, it was like, "You need coffee." No, I don't want coffee. You need coffee. Okay, we'll have coffee. And next day, got to have coffee. I don't want coffee. Got to have coffee. It's like, so now it's like, it's just built in. It's going to, coffee's going to happen. <laughs> How about you, Casey? Do you drink coffee? I, I have tried and I was doing good there for a while, but no, I'm, I got I have bad habits. So like I either have like a Coke in the morning or a Mountain Dew or one of the Mountain Dew kickstarts. I don't do energy drinks, but as much caffeine and sugars I have in the mornings, I should probably switch to coffee or something a little bit healthier. <laughs> like coffee is your healthy choice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So... Oh my gosh. It's funny what we get used to, isn't it? Oh yeah. So how do you, do you have like a strategy for content writing or is it just, cause like me, like I was saying earlier, I kind of have like, I do bullet points. I kind of look up searches that I want to try to rank for related stuff. Mm -hmm. Is there like a strategy you put into place or is it just from the fills of your heart? <laughs> no, <laughs> okay. I definitely follow the SEO strategy that I put together for my websites. Um, and by doing that right, then it's real easy to get research done. It's real easy to figure out what my head headlines are um, and just kind of plow on through it. Uh, there are some times, though, when I assign myself articles to write that just really suck. 
and that's like all of them for me so really yeah i i just oh. don't like writing i'm not a writer then so. why are you doing it because it's part of the seo stuff so i do it <laughs> i mean truthfully yeah i mean i make it work but there's a lot of other seo stuff that i would rather do but you can continue your thought i don't i really interrupted no 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 you didn't this is a conversation um check out upwork <laughs> that may be on my list yeah i don't okay. like uh, i don't like you know, writing content myself, uh, you know, I, I do ads. Um, so I, unless I'm doing some kind of long form uh, Facebook ad, most of my copy, I can I have short little block blocks. Now they're more mix and match together. So I'm writing a series of those, mm -hmm. writing out the whole like thing. I have to figure out the order and then I'm back and forth and it's so tedious to me. Um, uh, and then at the end, I'm like, I have no idea what that actually looks like to other people. I see something completely different because I remember how I wrote it. Um, it, it. There's there's not even a reward signal except it's off my plate. But oh wow, yeah. I for me, writing's different than that. I mean, you know, there are times when I have to slog through it, but it does feel good to get done, and it. I'm very curious about most of the things I write about. So for example, today I was <clears throat> thinking I would write an article for my divorce coaching site. And so I started doing a little bit re of research and I found this um, government sponsored paper that was written about divorce and it was uh, a meta-analysis, right? So they use data from other research stuff to, to pull things together. But it was exactly what I needed. And it's like, this is so cool that I found exactly what I needed to back up this point I was trying to make, right? And so for me, just even little things like that make the whole process of writing fun. Um, I used to have to do a whole lot more for writing than I do now. So my process used to be that I go to Google and I type in the keyword. I pull up the whole front page, right? So all 10 of the organic um, articles that came up and I'd read every one of them. And I take notes and I make sure that I knew which notes came from which article, you know, so if I needed to pull it in, I definitely could. And then I'd sit there and I'd look at all my information and say, okay, what do I think about this, right? Because I kind of abstracted it from the original to notes to me, right? But I still had all my notes there with the links back so I could figure out what I need to place where. And when I first started, I didn't know about putting my headers in, right, for the outline. So I had to create the outline, right? And then I had to kind of just put all the pieces together. But it was kind of a logic puzzle. And so I could look at it from the logical side and then I could look at it from the emotional side, right? Because when I'm walking people through divorce stuff in some form or fashion, right? I have to meet them with what they're feeling because they aren't thinking logically. It's too big an event. Yeah. Right. So once I started putting those two together, then the flow just happens naturally. Right. And so that's how I learned to start writing um, for that brand. And then when I started writing for 
the content marketing brand, it was like, oh, I am an engineer originally. Let me think right. like that, right? So it's all straight logic with a little bit of emotion thrown in, depending on who it is I'm writing for, right? So if I'm writing for somebody who is like, oh my gosh, I have no idea what content marketing is and I got to F and figure it out, right? So there's a little bit of fear. There's a little bit of intimidation, right? So you kind of meet them there with that and then you strip it all away by laying things out as plainly as possible, like you would with straight logic. And then people can read it easily because they can relate, right? That's the whole yeah. thing is how can you get somebody to relate? And you got to have the right balance, I think, of the emotional and the logical, depending on, you know, who the audience is. And that just thrills me. So writing is kind of fun. If I can get out of the way of, I don't have time for this. And then it becomes yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah. And we don't, we don't, as much as we, even if we try, we don't really purely think in logical terms. There's always an emotional connection to something. Yeah. Um, so, so you're spending, I mean, first we have a government site that had all of the document stuff you need. That's fantastic. <laughs> um, um, so like, are you, are you like to save time? Are you taking notes and stuff and, and, uh, you know, going, Oh, I'm This is a piece that I, I might, may not be able to fit in here, but for later. And then well, I what I did with that one, right. Cause I said, Karen, you're avoiding going to Upwork, put that aside. <laughs> and so then I went to Upwork, I had my notes. And so I sent it to, um, you know, my teammate who usually does the writing. I said, okay, found this great article for this piece. These are the top notes I took from it. See what you think. And so I let her have that piece. Right. So it was really exciting to find it, but I knew that's not where my sweet spot is these days with growing the business. Yeah. So I had to step aside. So I still got a little bit of a thrill, but it was kind of because I was procrastinating on what I really needed to be doing. <laughs> <laughs> I think so, yeah. most marketers are procrastinators. <laughs> I think human beings are procrastinators. <laughs> yeah. I would probably agree with that too. <laughs> yeah. All right. So. I did get some writing done or some outlining done for another article. I've actually got the notes here. If you guys just want to see kind of how I think. Um, it's just going to be a really simple piece. Okay. And so I think about, you know, grouping things together, just kind of how they come to my mind and then flinging them down and see how I can organize them in a way that'll make sense in a flow. Yeah. That okay. makes sense. That's cool. So this one was just all straight, you know, out of the head instead of research. How do you, this is this, how do you ask for, you know, in, in, in all business, we basically need to have calls to action. You ask for the money, right? Yeah. Divorce. <laughs> how do you tiptoe around that one and just let, I mean, uh, that's a. Well, my, I have a couple different calls to action that I tend to put into pieces. Um, and I usually give people two options depending on how long they've been reading my stuff. So the first one is just sign up for the newsletter, right? I've got these special reports. And, you know, this one fits this, this one fits that, this one fits the other one, right? So 
get a special report, right? The, the follow-up to that is, you know, if you'd like to see how you are progressing through your divorce compared to a whole bunch of other people, here's a self-assessment you can take. And when you take it, I will give you very specific answers to what's your next best step to continue your healing journey, right? And then the other offer that I give in my calls to action is schedule an individual consultation with me. And it's, it's a low ticket price, right? Just to have somebody to talk to. Because a lot of times people just need somebody to talk to. And I used to offer those for free. And I was winding up with, you know, more than 200 people wanting to talk to me. And it just wasn't, it wasn't good from a standpoint yeah. of building my business, right? I was yeah. very helpful for them. And I always made sure everybody walked away with value. But it was too much of a time drain for me to really be effective at taking care of me. Um, so then I added a small price tag to it. And it's cut down the people who want to talk to me. But then it's also created, uh, I guess, people who are coming into the funnel who are serious about wanting help. So just somebody to talk to. So that's helped. Um, I also have folks who write to me and say, Karen, I wouldn't have made it through my divorce without your blogs. And that's right? awesome. So they never talk to me. Right. But they just read everything that they need on the site and then tell me after the fact, you know, what's happened. So that's, you know, because of, all of that stuff, I keep it going, right? Yeah. God, that's your cup of coffee right there, right? <laughs> man, if I saw yeah. that in my inbox, I'd be like, oh, man, I'm, yeah. I've got I've, I've got weeks ahead of me. <laughs> um, yeah. I'll do some more. Uh, more. Yeah. Damn, that is awesome. Um, yeah, it really, it really is amazing. Yeah. And I don't know. Um, yeah, the comparison, I, you know, in any kind of relationship thing, you're, you're always like, is this just uh, our dynamic? Is there just, is just something, you know, going on? I mean, um, you know, and that's where, you know, that sounds like a really powerful draw is like, just what are other people look, you know, what's, what's going on outside of this? Um, yeah. yeah. So I got a question for each of y'all. How did you get into marketing? Oh, I get to go first. Oh, yeah. So, like you. <laughs> I actually went to college to do uh, server administration. So, I went to college for that. I got a couple of server admin jobs. I was working my way up in that field, and then it was like all of a sudden I got. You're, you're a server guy. You know how to do hosting. So I got to learn how to do hosting. And then it was shortly after that, well, if you know hosting, you got to know how to do websites. Can you take care of our site? I'm like, yeah, let me figure out how to do that. And then all of a sudden, the website stuff and the once you build the website, then you got to, well, why are you, it's a nice website, but we don't show up anywhere. Well, I guess let me figure that out. 
and that, that's basically what happened. It was just I fell into it, basically. Just kept tripping until I made it all the way into marketing. So wow. Now I don't do any. I mean, I still I still know enough that I can talk to server admins and carry on a conversation with them. And but if I mean that was oh three two thousand three to two thousand eight, I was doing server stuff. So so much has changed. I mean, they tell me it's close to the same, but. I wouldn't. I don't know if I would want to jump back in over there. So, but yeah, Kevin. Um, yeah, I got into uh, tech support um, the in uh, late '90s, and uh, kind of dating myself, right? Um, anyways, uh, dot com bubble bursting did not go well, um, yeah. and uh, I was trying to. I was hoping it was that area was going to recover. Uh, trying to get back into it because I was almost uh, almost going to go into a knock. Um, network operations center like tech support and start doing some more of the uh um anyways going in more of that direction didn't re wasn't recovering um so mm -hmm. i wound up getting a uh, a, a job over at verizon super pages um and i had no interest in ads but i had good customer service background um, so they needed people who could do fulfillment and putting up their uh, the ads uh, online from the from customers and uh, from customers and sales reps, and so I, I dealt with those. And then you know, learning recommendations. They get a contract with Google, small company at the time. It was growing fast, but that sounded kind of like maybe you know there was kind of a networking, but it was different. I started like you know, you're, you're connecting people and businesses, and yeah. and so I, I got over to that team, and um, and I found I had a little bit of a taste for it, and then I got into the uh, then I got out in the agency world, sink or swim, and I sunk. That was uh, first. That was rough. Um, yeah. And because uh, I thought, you know, I had studied and studied. We were in a totally different environment than just in the regular open agency world. Um, and uh, so I studied and I studied and I studied and I, you know, like late nights and I just kept burning through. And every time I was surrounded by people who were like, you gotta, you gotta get into SEO. And I dabble a little bit. I don't have the patience for this stuff. Um, besides everyone else is doing SEO around me. So um, if I, I, I could just be another SEO or I could do my thing. Uh, no kid, I don't think any kid grows up going, I want to be an advertiser when I grow up. <laughs> um, but it, I had a, I had a knack for it and I just kept, anyways, so here we are. Um, <laughs> I'm an advertiser. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Those are good stories. It's kind of like you continue to evolve, right? And at least y'all were smart enough to kind of have a rough idea of where you were going to wind up. Right. You didn't have to do any one eighties like I did <laughs> to figure out where you were going to go. Yeah. yeah. Um, we just kind of like slowly fell into our positions. Uh, uh, falling. Yeah. We didn't have to. It feels like falling. It doesn't feel like growing. Uh, I don't, yeah, I would consider it growing because it's like even there's still stuff that I learn. I mean, I've been in, like I said, since 2008 or nine, and there's yeah. still every day 
every like most of the time when we have somebody on here or we have another meeting we go to I would say probably 80% of the time I don't really learn anything mm-hmm. but it's not that I don't learn anything it's more of they are saying stuff I already know like this whole video series that Kevin and I are doing we discussed before the show we'd been talking about this for three years we him and I went to a conference and there's like a hundred people in the audience and the lady I'm sure she had her phone up on the platform and it was reading Kevin and I's text and yelling at us from the stage that's what the way it felt because she was telling about her whole YouTube story and what progress she has made and that everybody should be doing this. And Kevin and I are texting back and forth like, dude, we've got to get this done. Do you feel that? That hurts. Yeah. And so like the next week we started this up because it hurts so bad. And like these it's not that I'm not learning. It's more of a reminder. This is stuff you need to be doing. Why aren't you doing it? Yeah. And I like, I love these calls and love talking to people like this because for me personally, it's, it's a reminder of what I'm either not doing, what I could be doing better and where I need to grow and well, like my uh, my business, like you were saying, you're starting to work on backups. Yeah. For me, if I get injured and sick, there ain't no backups. It's just me, which is scary because I have a wife. And if something happens to me, everything just plummets to the ground. That's a lot of responsibility and stress. Yeah. Yeah, and so now I'm sitting here like, okay, maybe I find somebody to start training up and creating systems and documents. Where even if she don't have to do it, she can just make sure she can manage them. So, yeah. I have... This call's been interesting. We'll just go with that. Yeah, a lot of a lot of puzzle pieces putting together in my head. Uh, like it, you know, it's a lot of the same, similarly the same struggles. Um, there was parts of my, my in the past that absolutely felt like falling into it. Like, what is this? Because, like I said, I had no interest in ads. Yeah. Like this is like distasteful. Like what? Uh, this is a time waster. Um, I don't see any kind of future in this because I'm not in TV. But I mean, I, I knew that the internet was going to be big and I was in tech support. And so I was like, it was already big and growing. So, I, but um, this uh, as a career and, and like uh, nonsense, but then there was definite moments, like some of those, like just sitting late at night, you know, wife's asking like, it's like, you're going to, got to check out you're gonna be done it's like i've I've still got to do this and i'm like looking at these things and then tons and tons of little aha moments and then uh, but it was the most bizarre thing when suddenly someone's saying oh you're an expert in this i'm like what i don't know 
what are you talking about? And and then slowly more and more people saying that it was like that was just such a bizarre thing. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah. but then still it, none of it. You know, I, I love hearing all of the marketers' journeys. I mean, it's so like so many of the like those late nights and you know or those those. <laughs> the stresses of like, is this going to be right this time? I may have done this a hundred times, but this is not the same. It's always different. And everyone's going through these same journeys and that, and this is, yeah. Um, I'm boxing myself in on time. You said like, um, you know, designating a time that sounds like, oh yeah, sure. That's easy. Um, but actually going through with that and then no, this is, this is time that I have to do something with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I yeah, that. That's been the hardest part so far is making sure I box time for my type of stuff that I need to be working on. So. Yeah. Yeah. I it it was easier to do right after coming off of you know the the wonderful adventure of COVID because nobody was trying to book my calendar. Right. Yeah. Everybody said, Karen's sick. We've got to give her space. So I was like, okay, six hours right there for the rest of my life. Six hours, you know? And is it easy to always keep those times? No, because sometimes everything else is so booked up and I've got a deadline or something. I just like, okay, I got to make up that time. If I take it from here, I got to make it up. So when am I going to make it up? It It's a big discipline. Yeah, I think the hardest one for me is like every time I try, I like I've got some, this happens sometimes, I've got head full of steam, I'm going to be in control of my time. And then that's the week that something like three or four into you know, messages blow up on, on in a two day time span. And I'm suddenly mired and mm. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, I'm trying to get this. I've got to fix this. It's nothing like I planned. It's, uh, how do you yeah. how do you insulate yourself or how did you i don't know that i really do insulate myself i still deal with things as they come up except for those three hours everybody that i work with knows that i have a lot of interaction time with folks right yeah. none of the stuff that i'm working on is mission critical so i'm not hosting right and I'm not, I'm not the one that's, you know, something critical has happened to their website, right? I'm just not it. So they have a problem with a blog post. That's not a life and death situation for them or their business. Right? Yeah. I just get to them next when I can. Okay, so Casey's screwed. All right, sorry. Yeah, that's, that's I, all I, I heard. need advice from me. So, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I'm, uh, yeah, I, ads get a, and start having a problem. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's just it. So that's why I think it's, it's really important for me, and I'm guessing it's probably going to be important for other folks too, to work in something where you can hand off some of the, mundane tasks right that don't require your expertise so that then you can start to have the time to do other things and it's it's kind of scary to hire a contractor i mean but everybody's hiring us and we're contractors you know 
Yeah, that's I, true. I think to your point, um, I think one of the things that, that I, I see slowly starting, and these are walls that are going to take time to, for people to tear down, but I think the competitiveness and the concern that a lot of marketing marketers and agencies have of another agency or another marketer working with a client at the same time, there's an instinctual, oh, I have to defend myself and I have to protect myself. And I think the more we can do a handoff, like work with Casey, I work with other marketers, and yeah. I'll get on the phone with marketers that I don't know. And people are like, there's, you can hear how guarded they are. And I'm like, hey, not here for, not here to take anything. No, I'm just, I want to do my thing. You can do your thing. As long as we help the client, cool. That And yeah. that right there, those handoffs, I think are invaluable. That's, that's a trend. This is just my, you know, where I'm hoping to see things, more and more people waking up to. It doesn't matter. If that's not my job and that's not my money, they're not going to take them. It's, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. not a place I want to play. Like, I'll be honest with you, Kevin. I don't want to do ads. <laughs> I don't want to do ads. Oh. You know? So I get somebody who needs ads. Guess who I'm calling? You know? There's no reason for me to do that if I don't like it. Right, because then that just makes my job miserable. Yeah, that's why I avoided learning. The biggest reason I avoided learning SEO, like in the last like seven or eight years, is realizing I would become someone's competitor that I work Ooh. with all the time. Um, that's not a good road, because <laughs> then they would go, "Okay, you're doing the ads, but you're also doing you know how to do SEO." That that creates a concern. So. I just block it off. I listen to the, the you know, this, the crazy stuff that everyone's like, oh, did you see? Oh, uh, okay. In and out. I'm like, yeah. nope. Sorry, not going to do it. Well, and see, that's so interesting. I, I'm with you, Kevin. You know, I really do think that there's plenty to go around, right? And yeah. that we're all, people will all gravitate toward who they want to work with, right? So if I'm too obnoxious, high energy for somebody, right? They're going to work for me, work with me, right? They're going to find yeah. somebody else. If there are people who don't like your person. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love, I, you can't teach passion and it is clearly, it comes right with pops, right? Yeah. Um, that's, mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. Um, that yeah, I'm sorry. Keep, no, keep but you know, to your point, I, I think that it is something that we should be able to work together. You know, Chris and I have worked together on, on a couple of projects, right? Because I can do GMB, but she can do GMB, right? Yeah. And so, you know, what's the problem? She's got the bandwidth. Hey, girl, I need some somebody to help me with this. Yep. Yeah, and I think one of the one of the agency traps is that you know you, you get to a certain size and now you now you've got payroll, you have mouths to feed. So it, you at one point you had a problem to solve. You brought the people on. You need more specialties, and that becomes a problem because now now it's a it's a continual uh, perpetuating problem. Um, do you have to have those people in house? Or can you just find people who know what the heck they're doing mm -hmm. for the project? Not like, yeah. 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 And you know, I, I lean towards the second model, right? 
because yeah. I, I have contractors. I'm, I'm too old to want to run a whole bunch of payroll, you know, and, and do all that stuff. Um, I, it's just, it's not interesting to me. I enjoy the people I work with, right? I enjoy um, interacting with them and seeing how they can point out my blind spots and I can point out their blind spots, right? So there's lots of growth and wonderful collaboration that happens. But do I really want to know everything about what they do? No. No interest. No interest. Yeah. So you're really good at this. I don't want to learn it. Let's do this. Heck yeah. Love that. I, can I get an introduction of your uh, cat real quick? Oh, sure. This is Socks. Hi, Socks. <laughs> she is kind of upset with me. And so she's making sure that I haven't forgotten about her. At seven o'clock is when I usually take her outside and I water plants. Wow. And seven o'clock we were here. So yeah. she's like, Mom. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear the toenails clipping. My dogs are coming in and out too. Oh, yeah. Tiny little click. But... Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's my not... dogs eat at four. And at 3.55, my oldest dog is up and staring at my wife like, where's my food so yeah <laughs> i totally yeah. get the routine yeah. yeah i don't know how they can tell time but they can tell time oh <laughs> yeah within minutes of when they're supposed to be eating it's insane yeah my my pets are a little bit spoiled because my husband gives them I can't say the word because one of them is in here right now, but T-R-E-A-T-S at lunchish. Today, lunchish started at 11. <laughs> so they're all kind of pacing around. All four of them are kind of pacing around. Where's dad? Where's that stuff? What's going on? <laughs> Man. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, we normally ask end of wow. I we not end of call questions. Wow, that just totally that was a struggle right there. Do you have so, anything you he's in Arizona, um on vacation, <laughs> he's in an R V. Um <laughs> it's the uh do you have uh, do you have anything that like links you want to promote? You said you have the uh, you have the uh the group. Um, yeah, I see yeah. some of these uh, in the uh, chat. Right. Yeah, the group, all they need to do is they um, can just send me an email. Karen at Dr. Oh, sorry. Karen at KJ Content Marketing. Oh, I'm getting tired. Sorry about that. Karen <laughs> at KJ Content Marketing and put accountability in the subject line. Accountability. Okay. okay. Accountability. And they can join in for the last couple of accountability groups this month for free. Okay. What's your favorite book you would say? I mean, you said be your future self now. I mean, I already added it to my library on Audible. So Excellent. is there another book? Um, uh, well, let's see. I'm staring at my bookshelf. That's really the one that made the biggest impact on me. Um, but there's also one that I keep flipping through um, called, I think it's the Optimist Creed. Let me double check. 
And it is, gosh, I think it was written in the 20s or 30s. Yeah, the Optimus Creed. That's it. Okay. And it's a, they call it a spiritual classic. But it's really about mindset. And even, it's very heavily Christian based. But you can look beyond that to just the message in it. You know, if that's not your cup of tea. And if it is your cup of tea, you're going to read it straight. Okay. Is there a favorite podcast or YouTube channel you watch? I don't have time for those. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I, I wish there was. People tell me all the time, oh, you need to check this out. I was just like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kevin's got me hooked up on a headset. So normally when I'm working, I have my headset on and like I got the Audible book so I could sit here. Yeah. I just like with Audible book, I'll probably start. I've got two more to go before that one. But like I'll start it on a Monday, uh-huh. hit play at 8 a.m. and put it on repeat. And that's what I will listen to 8 to 5, Monday wow. through Friday, unless I have phone calls. So that's how I digest books because I don't have the time to sit down and read. If you got I, COVID, you would. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's everything probably changes. a true statement. <laughs> yeah i just i'm i'm really impressed that you can listen to that type of input while you're trying to create something else it i i would say i don't even really listen to it it's more of just it's there pro there but it's weird because like the first time i listened through it I really don't pick anything up, but by like time three or four during the week, like I keep a, well, I'm not home, but I keep a legal pad right on my desk with the pen. And mm-hmm. if I hear something while it's going, I'll just write it down so I can come back to it and look at it. So that's how, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm a hardcore listener to it, but once it's, right. once you start hearing the same thing over and over, it's like, Oh, that, that was an important part. I need to put that into action. Yeah. So I can only do things like that. Like when I'm driving, then I can listen to things on repeat. But if I'm trying to be creative, I just, it's too distracting. I'm really, that's really impressive that you can hear it, but not hear it yeah. and still create. Well, thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> So yeah, I guess I'll oh, go ahead. I was going to say, Kevin, how do you consume things? Do you listen? Do you read? Um, well, when uh, when I have time that I can just sh- shut off things for like moments, I'm actually watching visually the YouTube channel. But most of the time, I've got uh, YouTube kind of like going on in the background. There's something. It's always I'm changing it up through a series of topics. Wow. Uh, those topics, some of them can be changing every few months and whatever. Uh, and I'll have moments that I'm like, well, "What did I just listen to? I have no idea. We're at the end of this video. Oh, crap." Um, and then sometimes I mean, I've, I'm a news junkie of mm-hmm. all sorts. 
So I'm absorbing stuff and then half the time it, and it is very, sometimes I'm like, I just have to pause this. I'm, I'm not creating uh, the ads or writing good material. I'm, I'm hearing about like Ukraine or something. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, it's very much, most of it's audio. Um, I'll, mm -hmm. I'll be driving around. I'll have YouTube playing or whatever video, just like, this is what's going on with the economy. And then, then going and checking alternative, uh, uh, going in different sources that have different opinions, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So you can draw your own conclusions. Yeah. Yeah. Like to get a big mix. Um, probably not the great, greatest for productivity. And I'm talking about time constraints. So <laughs> um, I'm, I'm that right there. There's a center point of my disaster. <laughs> um, well, you know, awareness is the first step to solving any problem. So <laughs> Yeah, I have to put a foot in front of the other, don't I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, I say let's wrap it up there. This was yeah. incredible. I yeah. learned a lot of things that I need to get in place, and I got a couple of good books out of it, so oh, I'm cool. pumped about that. So yeah, you have any right final thoughts, through. Kevin? No, it's fantastic. I'm going to be uh, emailing you as soon as we get off. <laughs> I want to get in that group. <laughs> oh, cool. Thank you. I look forward. I look forward to having you in the group. Thank you guys so much for inviting me to chat with y'all tonight. This is great fun. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for coming on. Loved it. Success night too. <laughs>